Welcome to the Empowered Essence Podcast, where we liberate you and empower you to let your soul lead the way in life and business. I am your host, Laura Lawrence, sharing my thoughts and intimate conversations with featured guests on human design, energetics, and spirituality to provide you with the tools you need to tap into your most authentic self. I am here to empower you to walk away feeling ready to live your most expansive and purposeful life. Let's dive in. Okay, I am so excited for today's conversation. Today on the Empowered Essence podcast, we have Jordan Poff, and she is the CEO of Girl and Her Crystals. And so this conversation, we're going to be talking about intuition, we're going to be talking about spirituality, there's going to be so much that we dive into in this conversation. But I wanted to first pass it off to Jordan to introduce herself. Hey everyone, my name is Jordan. I am the owner of A Girl and Her Crystals. I am a energy healer, mentor, coach, and I focus on doing more ancestral healing and past life healing to help women heal from the wounds of the patriarchy. Ah, that is so, so cool. So Jordan and I, I actually started following Jordan a few years ago on Instagram and I actually had reached out to her last fall uh, because I thought maybe we could do some sort of collaboration on crystals and we just started a beautiful friendship from it. And we just really stayed connected. And funny enough, we found out that we have a common friend, I guess, or a common acquaintance. And so Jordan's cousin is actually my realtor. And so for everyone that's been following me, I just, we just moved into our dream home back in March. And so her cousin Courtney has been such a big part of my journey as well. And so, yeah, so we've got some, some common acquaintances and yeah, I had just been following her for some time now and just fell in love with her message and what she loves to share and talk about. And she's actually also a fellow podcast host too. So tell us about your podcast. How long ago did you launch it? What's it all about? Yeah. So I launched that, I believe it was January or February. And I just had this like intuitive nudge to like, okay, come on. Like you have so much knowledge and wisdom to share. Like it's time to like put yourself out there, like get in the spotlight. Um, so, you know, I started my podcast because honestly, like, I feel like that's just such an easy way to get your message across to, you know, people around the world. And I also started a TikTok account as well. And that's been like my main focus over Instagram, to be honest lately, because like Instagram has just it's been a really tough time for like creators and business owners on there um, with the algorithm and everything. So yeah, it's been a really fun time and I'm excited. I haven't had guests on uh, my podcast quite yet, but I am really looking forward to when that happens. So yeah. Yeah. I love that. So Jordan is a two, four emotional projector. So I, I feel her so deeply in terms of her projectorness. And what I love about podcasts, and I think that's probably why I got into podcasting as well, is that it's like this spot where we can share our voice and share our message in such an impactful way. And so as projectors, like we, we like to be seen, we like to be recognized, but we need to recognize ourselves first. 
And we do really well when we are one-on-one with people, when we can go deep. And I found like, and I don't know if you feel the same way, but I found like podcasting for whatever reason, just, it really drew me in because I felt like I could go deep. I felt like I was having these deep one-on-one conversations with guests. I felt like I could go deep in terms of my own introspection and doing my own solo podcast. Like it just felt like such a natural place for me to like share my message. I don't know if you felt the same way. Totally. Absolutely. 100%. Like that's so spot on. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's so good. So how long have you been running a girl in her crystals? It will be three years coming up this fall, actually. Mm-hmm. So how how did you get into that? How, tell us about your business and, and, and how you got into it. Oh, gosh. Okay. So this is, long story short, I actually used to manage a wellness center um, in Waterloo. This was back around, I think, when I was 30 or 31. I'm trying to remember. And there was just, like, so many red flags I was seeing in this business. And I was like, oh my God, I need to get out of here like ASAP. I need to do something about this. Like I need to get out as soon as I can. (laughs) And while I was there, I started offering, you know, my, my Reiki sessions as well. um, And a few other like healing sessions. And that's kind of like when I started crafting my, you know, self-care line as well with my crystal infused bath bombs and bath salts um, and all that fun kind of stuff. And it's so interesting. Cause like, I I'd love to look back to see if like, this is has to do with like my Saturn return or anything, but like, it's like, everything was, it was such a tower moment. Like everything was crumbling. It's like, you know, this job that I need to like get out of like so many red flags, you know, I was in a, not a good relationship for like over seven years. And I was just seeing so many red flags with that, but it's like, it's so interesting because I had these like rose colored glasses on for so long. It's like, you want to see the good in people. And it was just like, okay, like, let's go Jordan. Like, let's get this fire going. (laughs) So yeah, it's just like, honestly, it was just listening to my intuition and what I needed to do, honestly. And it's like, okay, I know I need to get started somewhere. And that's like where it started. It's like, I was in not a very good space in my life. And it's like, these are like tools and modalities that helped me get through, um, you know, some of my darkest and deepest moments in life, uh, where like, I, I didn't know if I was ever going to come out of that hole and, um, yeah, they, I'm like, okay, well these healing tools and modalities like help me and I'm sure they would help others as well. So it's like, okay, let's like do something about this. Let's make something out of it. And like, that's basically how, a girl in her crystals was birth, but it's so interesting now um, because it's like h- how much is all transformed and changed over the past three years. And now it's like, you know, I'm going to be rebranding. I'm going to be changing my business name. Cause it's like, and a lot of that, it's like, we have to go through this like mourning process, this grieving process of like who we once were and what our business once was. And now it's like, we're stepping in a whole new identity now and evolution as well. So yeah, it's so wild how much has changed and transformed. And I'm so excited for like where this is going. And it's definitely a massive expansion and up level for me. So it just feels so 
good. (laughs) I love that. I love that. And I think it's so cool how you started with the self-care and that is so important for projectors. And that is something that we all struggle with at some point in our lives of balancing and managing our energy and understanding it. And so I love how that's how you started in your business. And now that you've like really developed your intuition and that connection with it, now it's just taking you on that whole other journey. So um, first of all, I wanted to go back to the Saturn return piece. So for anyone who doesn't know what a Saturn return is, it's this astrological event that happens approximately between the ages of 27 to 30, where it's like forcing us to find our alignment, forcing us to to head on our path. And I went through a Saturn return as well as someone who went to business school, you know, corporate job working downtown Toronto on Bay Street, then left that job, moved back to my hometown, and then started getting into healing myself and the spiritual realm. And it's like this, this time in our lives that really just like force us, course corrects us. And the more that we resist it, the harder it is, which I feel like I resisted it quite a bit. But once we really, truly step into it, that's when our intuition starts evolving. That's when the magic starts unfolding in our lives. So how did you, how did you connect with your intuition? Like explain to the, to the audience, like what, what does that feel like? How, how did you start um, listening to those nudges that you were feeling? Honestly, it's so interesting because I've been very intuitive my whole life, but like even as a child, but as a child, you know, it's very shut down by society and you, you know, you have all these incredible and magical things happening and you try to explain it to other people and they look at you like you have like horns growing out of your head. So you're like, oh, well, like, am I the crazy one? Like, why doesn't anyone else see this? So I feel like as a child and growing up, like I live like a very, I don't want to say a double life, uh, like, a, like you put on a mask. It's like, okay, like you're in as a child, like you're in your own safe space, like in your bedroom where like you can be yourself. And then it's like, you have to put on another mask or when you're around like family and friends, if that makes sense. So it's like, I honestly, I really didn't come out of the spiritual closet, I'll say until probably like my mid twenties, because it was so shunned and shamed from so many people. But I found like the more, honestly, the more I listened to it, the stronger it got. And every, for me, it depends on kind of like what's happening. Like for me, if something bad's going to happen, like that intuitive feeling feels a lot different than like, say for like another intuitive nudge as to like what direction I should be going or listening to. I I, I honestly feel like it's different for everyone. And it's like, once you start to really tune in, you're like, okay, now I know the different, I'll say the nudges and niggling signs, if that makes sense. So how, um, how would you describe your intuition? I'm curious about this. So like I, I'm, I'm claircognizant. So I just have these like drop down intuitive knowings And I, a lot of projectors that I've spoken with have said the exact same thing. Like they don't know where it comes from. They just have like these drop down messages. I also have a defined spleen too, which is also that, that intuitive knowing, but I'd love to know, like, how, how do you define your intuition? Yeah, I would say definitely downloads is like the strongest for sure. Um, That's usually 
where I, where I lead um, and come from and like go take action. But I do find sometimes it gets so overwhelming. It's just like, okay, like I'm only one person, like <laughs> slow down. <laughs> um, so yeah, I would say definitely that is like my strongest ability for sure. Yeah. So, so for everyone, Jordan has a open head and open Ajna as well. So she is like a clear channel. So I I'm also an open head and open Ajna. And I truly believe that those with the open head center, like they, they tend to be a lot more receptive to those, you know, drop down intuitive knowings as well. So I think that that's so cool. So how did you, so, so you, you started doing Reiki energy healing and now you've kind of moved into ancestral healing and so many other things. So how has that evolved? Like, how did you how did that come to be? You know, what were the messages that you received? How, how were you guided along that path? So it's so interesting. So like I was saying, um, back in like, I think it was, it was like just at the beginning of the pandemic that I had like left that job, you know, broke up with a very like narcissistic, like abusive ex-boyfriend of seven plus years. And when I came out of that, I was like, who the fuck am I? Because it's like, I was trapped in a cage for so long. And, you know, I did a lot of like inner work, uh, womb healing. Uh, That's also like another offering that I offer as well. But I went really deep. And I I would say, honestly, um, I was very blindsided by like the new age, like bullshit love and light, you know, it's like, it's not all that. Like, uh, so it, it made me really like, I didn't realize, like, I guess all the shadow work that I had to do, if that makes sense. And then once I like was more aware of it, it was like, holy crap. Like I actually have a lot of work to do, like a lot of work. So honestly, I like, once I left that relationship, I was like, okay, like I am focusing on me. I am focusing on my business. Like, and like, if that means like, I need to like, shed friendships, blah, 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 whatever. It's like, uh, that is my focus like right now. So I really just focused on like working on healing myself, working on healing uh, the mother wound, uh, the sisterhood wound, father wounds um, and so on and so forth. Because it's like, there was so many like limiting beliefs, especially like say with like with my family that I had seen. I'm like, what the hell? There was like just a lot of stuff I had to heal from that. Cause it's like, you know what I becoming a mother someday. It's like, I don't want to like, this is where it ends. This is not repeating. I refuse to have that happen. And like, obviously sometimes maybe down the line as a mother, like we will probably still do some things that our parents did kind of thing. But that was very important for me is when I become a mother is to heal these wounds. So they're not passed down to my children. So Um, I did the heat deep, uh, healing work and, you know, I was like determined, like what type of relationship I'm going to attract next in a partner. And it's so funny because I think it was like the March new moon of, it would have been, I'm trying to think now, 2021. And I met my divine masculine literally two months later, but we didn't start dating until August of last year. And it was, and I wrote it all out. I wrote out like my dream partner and everything. And it was just so wild how it came to fruition. 
but the universe is like, okay, here you go. Like (laughs) you did the work, like, (laughs) but he's been so incredibly healing for me as well. And just like inner child healing, like, it's just so nice. And just, I literally cry almost every single day because I'm like, this is such a blessing. Like, I'm so grateful, but like, this is why energetic work is so incredibly important. And this is why, like, I, like, again, like I've seen how much it's helped me. It's helped uh, transform me. It's helped align better relationships in my life. And it's like absolutely blown me away. So that is why, like, I'm focusing more on that. Um, because like, I love going deep after in you. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. And I, I just think it's, you know, it's so sad to see women not knowing their worth and like what they deserve and just like settling. And that's what I was doing in like past relationships. And I'm like, I'm not doing that anymore. Like I like want the whole cake, like, (laughs) you know, and it's like, I just look back and it's like, man, like, it's just so wild how much I like devalued myself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, so I love everything that you just said. So like alignment, alignment, such a buzzword these days. And, and like you were saying with this new age, it's all about love and light and, and a lot of healing is required to get to those manifestations. We don't have to be fully healed. Like we don't have to be like fully there, but have to be committed to this work that maybe I have limiting beliefs. Maybe I'm not seeing things from the right lens. And I, I was actually thinking about this the other day, like what human design has provided me is like this, this modality of healing that has just like opened up my lens. It's like, I look at my life before human design and before Reiki and before healing as like this very like singular view. Like I had one like very singular view of the world. And now that I've started like this healing journey, like my purview has like opened up so much wider and I see things so, so differently. And, and it's just a beautiful thing. Like it provides you like this, this inner freedom that no material thing would ever provide you. Like if you don't focus on yourself first, if you don't focus on your own beliefs, values, your self-worth even, then nothing's going to make you happy. Nothing's going to satisfy you in life. You're always going to be like chasing that next carrot, that next thing until you like take a look inside and, and what's going on there. And that's, that's been I guess the view that I've had on my own personal healing journey. I don't know if that's the same way you feel too. Totally. A hundred percent. I can so relate, especially when you said like, uh, about the healing portion, like I had this limiting belief that I had to really work through about, you know, feeling like I had to be fully healed before I started dating again. Mm. It's like, you're never fully healed. It's, yeah. it's more like an onion. It's like each layer you pull back, you know? Um, so, but yeah, it's so wild. (laughs) And that's when like all of the manifestations started coming into your life. You're now boyfriend and yeah, really stepping into your business. Yes. Yes. And it's been so crazy too. Cause it's like once, you know, even friendship, friendships, I dropped away. It's like the universe was like bringing in like more things for me. It's just like, okay, this is so crazy. (laughs) 
I know I, I have to say like, there's been a huge shift in my own personal friend circle. And what's actually so funny is, and I think a lot of online entrepreneurs can relate to this, but a lot of like your close friends or connections or acquaintances are all online these days. And a lot of them, like you haven't even met like in person, which I think is so crazy, but that's the beauty of this world. And the work that we do is it's not confined by friends who live in the same city uh, as you anymore, which I think is so beautiful and cool. Yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely. So for someone who's like, you know, really wanting to tap into their intuition or really wanting to like grow their intuition or their connection with spirit, how, how does someone start? (laughs) I guess is the question. How would you, what, how would you guide someone in terms of connecting in with their own intuition? Honestly, the best piece of advice I can give is to like quiet the noise around you and slow down, you know, because we were, our whole system has been built in the masculine. It's very go, 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 you know, hustle culture too. And it really disconnects us from our intuition. So daily grounding practices. So like getting outside in nature, if you can go for a walk first thing in the morning, um, because I find that the, the problem is, is we're very, we're like, everyone's very up, you know, everyone's very like uh, connected this way, but it's like, we need to really like be grounded <laughs> if that makes sense. So get, definitely get quiet, like get away from the noise, connect more with nature and just honestly, just start somewhere, mm-hmm. start somewhere. And, you know, when you have these hits come in, like just write it down mm-hmm. and just start, once you start trusting, you'll learn. And Cause like I said, everyone's kind of different with what, like no one's the same way for how uh, their like their intuition works. So just start trusting. Honestly, that's my best piece of advice. Mm-hmm. I love that. So my, my intuition that like me starting to really like connect and to listen in started when I was on maternity leave. So mm-hmm. I was away from my corporate job. I'd be home with the baby. Obviously the baby can't talk to me. So I'm with my thoughts. I'm with my, you know, the messages and I would get out for stroller walks. So I, we have a dog and I would get out for walks every single day. And I would get these like crazy ideas. And that's how I would describe them. I would say to my husband, I had this crazy idea today. (laughs) And slowly I just started taking action on these ideas. And that was the birth of my business is I would get out in nature, ground myself through these walks. And, and I just had the time and space. I didn't have like the stress and the pressure of the corporate job. And, and that's really how, how my intuition really started. So I, I love you describing that. And oftentimes I find like a lot of people, like they talk about, they had these like big events in their life, you know, like a health crisis or like, it doesn't have to get to that point in your life for you to like start connecting into your intuition. I think um, that at least that's my thought is like, even like small pockets of time in a day, even like just in the morning, you know, setting aside, you know, five minutes. Like if you're, if you're a mom, like get up before the kids or, you know, even at night, like before you go to bed, like having a practice, like I always found, I find that to be helpful for me too. Absolutely. Yeah. Connecting back with ritual, you know, and because that gets you back into your body because 
we are very like in our head, I find as a society and, you know, and that makes us so disconnected. So like having those grounding rituals or just like some sort of daily routine and ritual every day is really going to help you like connect more with, with your body and your intuition. You'll be able to listen and feel, you know, those intuitive hits that come in mm-hmm. because you're not going to be uh, having those distractions come up. Right. Yeah. I, I love that you talk about like tapping into your body because like that was the piece I think I was missing for a long time is like that sensation in my body that I would feel. So like both Jordan and I are emotional authorities. So we feel our emotional waves, but there's always like these like moments of like neutrality. And, and in those moments of neutrality, that's when like we go, it's like, that's when you like trust that, that's the right thing for me to go do. That is the right thing. That is the right next step is like when I'm not in this super high or I'm not in this super low emotionally that I'm like in this moment of neutrality and then just trusting that intuition. It's like, okay, yes, this is the right thing that I need to do. This is where I need to go. Um, and, and taking those, those aligned action steps. And I find the more that I listen to that, the stronger it becomes. And it's like, it's almost like a muscle, right? Like, it's like this muscle that you like, you keep listening to it and then it gets stronger and stronger. You're like, yes, a hundred percent. Like you couldn't have explained it any better than that. Like, that's exactly what it is. The more you work on building your intuition and strengthening it, the stronger it gets It's exactly like that. It's a muscle. Yeah. And like, there's all whole thing around, like everyone is born with intuition. It's just whether or not we're tapped into it or not. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. So I was sharing with Jordan before we jumped on the call that I was looking at her human design chart. And what I thought was the coolest thing about her human design chart was that her North node, which is our future direction in life is in the gate of spirit. And the line that it's associated with is the fifth line, which is all about leadership. And so typically we step into that North node, like that full energy of the North node around 38. That's approximately when we step into that energy. And so I believe this is my own personal belief is that we start feeling this energy much earlier. So for me, it was around 30. So once I got through my Saturn return and I started moving on my path, I started to feel my North node around 30. And so I feel like Jordan's like really stepping into this. And so you're, you're 33 right now. Is that right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, so her like stepping into this like leadership position, you know, sharing her insights, her spiritual leadership. Like, I just love this. I think that this is so cool that she's already feeling and really like owning this and stepping into this because half the battle as a projector is just seeing the value that we have to provide. And, and I think it's just so cool that you're already stepping into it. Yeah. And it's so crazy too. Cause it's like, like I said, I'm feeling like very called to like step into that. And it's so crazy too. Like some of like the limiting beliefs that are coming up still that I need to work through, but also, you know, so much stuff from like my childhood about like being small and just like be quiet and like, you know, and it's so interesting because it's like the more I speak up and use my voice and like, just don't give a shit about what other people think, the more it aligns me with my like soul clients. So it's just so funny how that 
all works out. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. And so Jordan has a defined throat too. And you can tell like just the, the cadence in your voice, like you, you definitely, you definitely have that defined throat quality. And for us as projectors, it's really all about us sharing our truth, standing in our power, and then the right people will come our way. And, and it's all about aligned invitations too. I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but like as a projector, like we can, you know, we can be given invitations, but they might just be points of flattery and not actually like true, like aligned invitations from people. And so when we like stand in our truth, stand in our power, share the message that we want to share versus sugarcoating it or trying to people please, or those sorts of things. That's when we step into more of those aligned invitations, those like dream clients, those soul dream clients that we want versus more flattery invitations of clients that, yes, they're going to pay us, but maybe they're not the clients that we most resonate with or, or feel like we can support in the, in the best, most aligned way for our energy. Yeah, totally relate to that. So you are a two, four profile as well. And so the two, four profile, so the, the two represents the hermit. And so that's really all about, you know, you having this like individual unique gift, but you need a lot of alone time. You need that time and space to like cultivate your craft. And so I feel like a lot of this like energy work that you're doing and a lot of the own deep inner work that you've done on yourself has really like allowed that gift to shine through. And so I want to know like your experience with giving yourself that space, giving yourself that alone time. You know, I, I'm sure like a lot of limiting beliefs came up about, you know, showing up online all the time, all of those sorts of things. So I'd, I'd love your perspective on, on that. Yeah. It's so interesting because there's so much limiting beliefs and like, just like deconditioning I've been having to do. Um, you know, me and my sisters, we all grew up with my mom's a Virgo and she's like a workaholic. And so there was a lot of like deconditioning I had to do. Cause it was all about like, uh, even as a kid, like with me and my sister's always like, Oh, you're resting. Like you're lazy, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, Oh, get it out of my head. Um, but yeah, it's the more I honor myself and my energy, the more I can provide and give to others, uh, as well as like my, my boyfriend and like my family and friends. Um, that's how I, that's how I am. My best self is like re rejuvenating and re-energizing myself. And it's a, it's still a learning process, you know, uh, for saying, you know, no to things and not feel guilty for it because it's like, I need to take care of myself so I can be my best self going forward especially in this like service industry as well. Like we need to like take care of ourselves so that we can show up powerfully for our clients. And, and so I I've always admired that about you, that you've been honest in your social media about your journey with that and like trying to honor those ebbs and flows and energy. And, you know, on those days that those off days, it's like, it's not, there's no pressure to show up. And that's something that, that I think any projector works through, but then also having like the two, four profile, like the, the second line, I think shows up quite a bit. And, and so I, I appreciate that. I think the more that we can talk about that and like normalize, normalize ebbs and flows and energy that it just gives like permission to everyone that 
they can live their most expansive life. So I think that's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. And just surrender, trust the process and, you know, tap more into that like flowy feminine energy too. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's like this next phase or well, we're already in it. We're already in this phase of like moving from this like masculine energy culture into trust and surrender. So how would you describe like your involvement or really like stepping into that like feminine energy? It's definitely been a process. (laughs) I will be honest. Uh, Honestly, it's like a, uh, it's an ongoing thing. And as a projector, I'm pretty sure like it's bitterness, what bitterness will come up. So it's like, whenever I find that coming up, I'm like, okay, sit back, like just chill. Like, you know, the universe has got you. And then it's like, it's so funny because like every time I have a limiting belief come up or like, you know, in, in business, every person gets this, like, what am I doing? Like, you know, (laughs) we still have these things come up. Um, but yeah, it's like the more I surrender and let go, it's just like, and trust, trust has been a big thing for me and patience as well. Like I'm an Aries. So like, I am very impatient. I'm like, I want it now. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it's like the more I just really trust in spirit and the universe, um, you know, the more it, it comes. Um, but it's like, it's still like, honestly, it's a, you have to have a healthy balance of masculine and feminine energy, if that makes sense. But, um, like I said, like we're, we're very much in the masculine, um, but we're moving away from that, which just, it just feels really good. Cause I'm like, I'm so over like this toxic hustle culture that isn't life that isn't living to me. And like with what I have now, like having this freedom, like that is what I want. I love that. I love that so, so, so much. So, um, how can people work with you? How can they, um, what, what, what are your offerings? How can they work with you? What, um, how can they reach out to you? Yeah. So, um, I have my Instagram as well as my TikTok. So you can find me at a girl and her crystals. Um, also my website is a girl her crystals.com. Uh, right now I am offering past life healing sessions as well as ancestral healing, um, womb healing sessions and energy healing sessions as well. So, um, yeah, if you want to DM me on Instagram to see what sessions would be best for you. Um, or you can book online, whatever works for you. Um, but yeah, that's how people can find me. So, uh, that's amazing. I also, I also buy all my crystals from you too. So my husband actually bought, um, like a whole package at, at Christmas time. And I just think that that's so cool. So even he knows your name, he knows. Yeah. Name. Yeah. I saw that come in and I was like, Oh, that must be for Laura. <laughs> yeah. So, so cool. Oh, nice. So, um, the, the question that I always like to leave with my, um, my guests on my podcast is what is your quantum vision? And, and so this is like, what is your vision for the work that you do and for like, just the world? Like, what is that big vision that you have? (sighs) Honestly, like I'd love to own some sort of retreat someday. Mm -hmm. Um, and just connecting with like sisterhood and having that community, the community is so important for me and just like, so incredibly 
grounding. And I feel like, you know, over the last two years, everything is online. And um, it's like, we've really kind of like, people aren't meant to live this way, you know, (laughs) Um, it's very inorganic to me. It's like humans need connection. So that is definitely my vision and where I'm going. Um, And, you know, for those who maybe don't follow me, like I host uh, full moon circles. So it's like, I want to eventually, you know, be doing that outside or inside as well. And um, yeah, just have offering like uh, retreats with maybe other like practitioners and stuff because yeah, community is so incredibly important. And um, I just want to like bring, bring that back. The world needs so much healing right now. And you know, uh, a lot of people are just going really going through it. So, um, yeah, that's kind of, I would say my, my bigger vision. I have a few other things brewing, uh, as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, it feels, it feels really good. It feels really good. Uh, that's so, that's so amazing. And I totally see that for you just with, first of all, with your two, four profile, with you really stepping into that fourth line of community and bringing people together in some sort of, yeah, in some sort of group setting like that, that is just so, so natural. And then in your North node with the gate of spirit in a very spiritual way, I totally, totally see that for you. So thank you so much for being a guest on this episode. I love just listening to people's journeys about connecting in with their intuition. And I love other women who are on this same similar path as myself in terms of empowering people and supporting people to really step into their individuality. And, and you do all of those things. So thank you so much for being a guest. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. I'm so glad I could be on here. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Empowered Essence. If you loved this episode, don't forget to leave a rating and review on your favorite platform. And until next time, keep shining your light.